You're listening to Around Comics, episode 131. The Sleepy Episode. This is Around Comics, the comic book roundtable, where twice a week you'll hear a revolving panel of guests discuss everything in and around the world of comic books and graphic novels. On every Thursday episode, just like this one, you'll hear either topic discussions, creator interviews, Comics 101, or creator spotlights. Today we're talking about the pros and cons of singles and collected editions. I'm Christopher Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yes. pause. Let's please. ponder that topic for a second in our minds. <laughs> Everyone think about it. Mm. Consider it. Mm. <laughs> I'm Christopher Nixon. Let me introduce the rest of the panel. Uh, Mr. Scotty Young. Do you guys like my girlfriend's ass? Sweet. Awesome. Slap it. <laughs> with a I'll tape it. water balloon. I'll tape videotape <laughs> with a water balloon. You're a kinky you motherfucker. I was going to say, man, there's your first 995 option right Lots there. It gets yeah. late. It gets late around I'll Scotty's house. I'll that. That means I sells water balloon asses. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Uh, we also... Uh, uh, Word balloon, water balloon. Exactly. <laughs> Back from uh, from Monday's episode, the uh, the ghost of John Suntress has decided <laughs> to uh, hang around. Yes, I, I refuse to appear on camera because of uh, federal uh, pending litigation. So yeah. I will just be a voice and say hello. Dan DiDio won't let you any longer. No, so that's it. Do this. Get out of here. Get out of my shot. <laughs> he is in small claims court with Dan, I think. <laughs> Cease and desist. He's going to be on the People's The iFanboy video from Chicago was so funny with Dan's just like, I can't do this. <laughs> I know, I'm a giant sweaty no gorilla, like, just like, <laughs> <laughs> get the uh, hell away from me, weirdo. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Brian Salazar, as always. Yes, I'm hey, here. And Mr. Tom Cage. I've got nothing. Hey. All right, well, water I have right allergies. Now. Before we get into our main topic, <laughs> I want to twist my weird uh, animal shapes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I leave? Before we get into our main topic discussion, I want to let everyone okay. know that this Look, episode of Around Comics is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. Good people there. Waiting for the trade has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and water balloons. <laughs> all at great discounted prices. Remember that all orders over $50. Ass is not included. <laughs> no, no. Whether you are buying an absolute Bring edition your own ass. <laughs> or catching up with showcases and essentials, InStockTrades.com is your new best friend. Go your ahead. old best friend he runs the video camera for your website. Why do we all have hard They only represent right half of the argument, I <laughs> guess, all like, uh, today's show. <laughs> Normally Around Comics was recorded every Friday at 7 o'clock at Dark ah, Comics and Collect. 7 a.m. But yeah, Mark is busy LARPing tonight, yeah, so uh, I mean, he couldn't house us. We walked in, but he was invisible. They're, <laughs> lo- <laughs> <laughs> They're located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the you area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. But tonight, yes, tonight, but we're tonight. At, tonight we're at the fucking uh, Scotty's Bombs basement. All right, well, it's gonna be tra- so good trades dirty. versus single issues. It is one of the hot-button topics in comics today. Hot-button. What are the books Some that read know about better trades. as monthly titles? <laughs> what reads better as a trade? Everything. What books can you get different things out if you read them either way? 
There's no question that trades have changed the way that a lot of comics are written and purchased. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of putting serialized fiction into single collections. So, singles versus trades. I've decided... What? I, Sal I'm, has. You, well, Sal has the answer. <laughs> no, no. Yes. yes. And it is maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Possibly. No, I personally, I've decided to try and limit a single issue purchases from now on. I'm, I'm only... And when I'm you say trying limit, to get, you mean none. Yeah, I'm trying to get to none. Yeah. I'm trying to really? get to zero single I've, I've brought issues. you to the dark side. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I just don't want them anymore. I don't want boxes of comics. I don't want a bag and board shit and alphabetize, and uh, I don't want to do any of that stuff anymore. So I, I'm all for everything. I want everything in trades. I would have no problem if there were no single issues. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's certainly the collector aspect of... You know, we're, you know, let's let's call it what it is. We're getting older. It's don't have as much oh, space around the house, stuff. and and <laughs> comics take up a lot of space. Having boxes young. everywhere, and I would rather, I would much rather have collections, whether they're although now I'm running out of or, or trades or whatever, out on yeah. shelves. You know, there is that aspect. But you know, I think one of the things that I wanted to talk about a little bit tonight was you know the actual you know craft of making comics and how some comics really do know. work better. <clears throat> I don't know how that's done. Well, I think a lot of a lot of books especially in the in the in the last couple of years have been I mean I'll I'll use like Powers for just for an example just to throw one out there that is obviously written written for one giant book to the point where sometimes I mean I've never actually read the book in an issue form but in the trade form, because it's most of the time not even split by covers, mm-hmm. it literally just goes from page one to the end. You can tell that that they book don't really was never breaks. intended, yeah. almost in a way, to be put out singles. I think Bendis has improved his storytelling since those early Powers days, but I yeah. agree with you. I think and even there were Marvel examples where, yeah, we're at 22 pages, book's over. Yeah. Issue is over. And, and yeah, I agree <clears> with you. I think, I think that a guy specifically like Bendis has kind of made more of an effort to have, and in fact, I'd even point to the most recent issue of Powers, uh, 25, that had a nice oh shit moment in, in its final page. But yeah. I think um, what I like is that some, very few, but some books have returned to making the single issue mm-hmm. important, and I like things like Jonah Hex, which, you know, its original story uh, back in back in the uh, 70s, they were 11-page and 14-page stories. Uh, but it's nice to see that Jimmy and Justin are able to put together a nice story and, and have a complete story in, in 22 pages. So I appreciate good single issues. Paul Dini is doing an excellent job right now in Detective, sure. I think, from that standpoint. I, 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 De- Detective is one that <clears throat> I, I read in singles, and then I bought the trade, and I really preferred the single issues as as reading it as a very serial serialized you know, story. It's like, yeah, okay. You know what? I would like, just for a test, mm-hmm. uh, based on what you just said there, because I I think that because, and this is just a possibility, but as a test, pick a series and read the trade first, then go back and read the single issues. Because mm-hmm. nobody ever, like, there you read the single right. issues, then you read the trade, and you said you preferred the single issues. But was it, <clears throat> was it partly because you had already read the single mm-hmm. issues 
or Could was have been. It, you know yeah or be, was it because you, the information was already retained yeah because and, I mean I understand like you were saying with 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 uh, detective and with Jonah Hex and and yeah we we talked about that before how it, it was kind of cool to see these single self-contained issues and I like that too but I don't know that I mean it would like. Picking up with the like, I read the first trade of Jonah Hex, and all those stories are single, self-contained sure. issues with a little bit of of, of a thread that kind of went through them. But mm-hmm. uh, but reading whether you're reading it in single issues or whether you're reading it in trade, I mean, I I, I think something like that it, it's almost a novelty at this point. You know what I mean? Because so much stuff is written for trade for mm-hmm. you know six issue story arcs that kind of thing <clears throat> that it's you know a, a Batman or a Jonah Hex, the few books that are out there that are being done in single, you know, self-contained stories. Um, we just kind of look at it and go, well, it's it's kind of cool, and it's and it's just the novelty novelty aspect of it um, that they're kind of hearkening back to the you know I years feel, ago. Yeah, I feel <clears throat> that with the single issues, uh, especially when somebody is obviously writing, like let's say a six issue series, mm-hmm. when somebody's taking the six issue series and they're 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 obviously writing it for one big arc and almost forcing six small endings when that gets traded to me it almost feels like god it just overly choppy right because you the can tell on it is... yeah you can tell that they wanted this to be a big story and it's like again watching a movie or something where it, you can you you break it down into three acts mm-hmm. and where a trade big arc feels like a movie except all of a sudden there feels like six pieces that keep kind of chopping up because obviously it had to be divided into Six, six yeah. months worth yeah. of publishing or whatever. And it's well, and I think you run into the problem, and you brought up Bendis, and I think he's one of the main names people talk about when, you know, and, and you writing don't hear for the trade. writing for the trade. I mean, he was like the guy that's Yeah, the poster almost, boy of decompression. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, and he even got to the point where it was like he was, I mean, you can go back to some of the stuff that he was doing in Daredevil and, and different stories where he wasn't even doing self-contained issues. You know what I mean? He, like, he would have a six-issue arc, uh, or or longer mm-hmm. and and like the act structure was so weird on some of that stuff where it was like he you'd read three issues and that was the you know that was like well he one was and a, a half acts or, of the story or he, yeah I mean or, he'd have a whole trade as one mm-hmm. act yeah I mean, he was I to me because again I've, I mean it's fresh in my mind because I've read almost six of those trades the Bendis run on Daredevil just trade, in the yeah. last couple of weeks where it almost feels like. one trade is is one act and another right, trade is another right. act because he had a whole that yeah, was five not year even a big six story. Issue arc. Right. Yeah, it was a five-year yeah, plan. Yeah, that was yeah. a whole arc, a huge storyline. Now, and to me, that I mean, I I can't comment on the other side, but I almost feel like, God, if I would have read this in single issues, I would have wanted to beat the shit out of someone. And you had a lot of people and, that I would have agreed with you. And there was a six-month hiatus when uh, Mac was thrown in with his Echo right. story and Daredevil, I mean, just, which yeah, was the a great injustice. Of waiting for information. <laughs> I mean, I'm because I'm reading the trades, and I still feel like God. You know, let's go. Well, I think, and I think you run into the the problem though. Like you said, it's like you have to. I mean, I think as comic writers, you have to when you're writing single issues, you you they have to feel like okay, I have to have some sort of story in this issue. It has to have at least the feel of a complete story to some degree. Do you guys think that? Do you think that? I feel like sometimes when I read an issue, and you obviously they have to force it into a single issue. But also an overall arc, it almost feels like a burden to them. Sometimes, sometimes sure. Yeah. It's I, I well, 
I think that some writers are much better than others, and I'm going to use um, one writer as an example in one series, and, and it's kind of funny because this is a, a series that a lot of people talk about in trades, and that's Why the Last Man. You know, you see it all over the place. It's like, oh, I bought the you know the first trade of Why the Last Man. I love it. You know, I let so and so borrow it, and I read it in trades. I there's I, okay, I could read it in trades, but I love picking that series up month to month because Brian K. Vaughn does a fantastic job of making each issue ha- has a payoff and fantastic cliffhangers at the end of every issue and he works that into a four or a five or a six issue arc. you know arc and so he's very good at having these not self-contained stories for every issue but every issue has a beginning middle and and then a cliffhanger end until the last issue has a resolution and and he is really but good at writing for the trade but still embracing the single issue the thing that is kind of surprised me is that I mean, you have television, which is episodic, and... There's you your th- template. Yeah, I mean, you would think more people would follow that. Where it's, it's an I unfair mean, comparison, though. If, yeah, please, fi- please finish your thought, because I'll tell well, you. Because uh, when people bring up TV, I, it makes me jump in, so but go ahead. Well, as far as... <laughs> it's an unfair comparison as far as what, though? I mean, Weekly versus monthly. Because because I can get through a story knowing that it's coming up in a week, and that's why I like Fifty Two so much, and was able to stay with Fifty Two. Right. Because the payoff, at least payoffs, would come weekly. Monthly, I think waiting thirty days for the next chapter is asking a lot from someone who is getting entertainment. Mm-hmm. I, I just I think that. I mean, it's just, it's a regular schedule ideally, and for the most part, it is. And, and, with and comics give, being twenty two pages. To me, it's not even like waiting a month for an hour-long drama. It's like waiting a month for a 30-minute drama. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if I watched 30 minutes per month of television, would I still be watching that show? I, I said that to I said that to Casada. I'm like, because he said, well, it's no different than waiting a week for an episode. I said, no, forgive me. I said, mm-hmm. but in an, in an hour of television, you're getting a complete story plus the meta plot right. that is the season-long plot. And it was I mean, after, movies, and it was after that it, conversation that they announced the weekly Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, you see it in comics, it, it done in comics that way, that there are comics that come out in 22-page formats that are, uh, you know... Are, like Dini. Yeah, I mean, it's not no, like it, it's it impossible can be to do it. It can, can be, be done. done. But and I do think it, you have to be a, a good writer to do well, it. Absolutely. And have that in mind. I mean, some well, of these I, guys I, don't that care. That was more my point, is that is just sort of... Have, if, you, if you're forced to doing it... Uh, you know, I mean, I know a lot of creators don't like the idea of monthly schedules and 22 pages a month and that, you know, and, and that kind of thing. But if you're forced to do it, I'm just kind of surprised that more people don't at well, least use that as some sort of of, of uh, ground, you know, uh, template. Template, yeah. You know. I think uh, to me, you know, there's certain series like the whole Rebrabto trades versus single issues. I I think sometimes writers and creators and you know fans take the format for granted in a way because there's a way to use there's a way to use sort of the collected edition and do sort of creative things with that format there's ways to be sort of creative with the monthly format like i think of like an issue like starman starman was really great because you'd have these single issues where it would be like a flashback and it'd have a different artist doing something you know and it was a change of pace from the main story but it would still fit in and it was a creative way to sort of use that monthly format. Yeah. To, Iron Fist you know, is doing that now too. Yeah, Fraction and Brubaker are doing just that. Just take advantage of that instead of like, well, it's got to be monthly, so here's 22 pages of this story and get sort of creative with, you know, how to present stuff, you know, in that right. way. I think um, 
I wish that I, I feel like it, our, we're we're in a time in the industry right now where we're at this weird crossroads of of where we're going to go, and and I feel that our whole industry is based on single issues that then go to collected. Yeah. I w- because I I completely while I'm not one of the people, I know that there's many many people that enjoy the serialized single issues, and I would never want that to go away for those people that like that. I wish we were. I wish it wasn't almost a discussion of single issues versus trades, rather than it was a single issues single issues versus graphic novels. Right. Instead of people writing single mm-hmm. issues that don't have endings on every issue because it's going to be a trade, I wish some of the companies would just almost say, "Let's jump off the cliff right now and well, take know, this section of our company <laughs> and instead of doing gra- and just do OGNs." And or, it's funny because like Marvel was doing that when you know when graphic novels first came out. Yeah, I mean that's what they were doing. They weren't doing collected editions. Right. It was standalone graphic right. novels. You know that weren't even that long. No, they're right. pretty. You know, they're like they're like forty-eight page, right? You, you know, know sixty-four I mean? page. You know, they, and and then prestige they, format. They, books. they went away from that, and I because I feel that goes along with what you're saying yeah. is it's let the people that are good at writing single issues write that, the single yeah. issues and and put that creativity into forming single issues that can also be later compiled together and enjoyed both ways, and let's take the uh, this other section and craft good stories. No matter what length they are. Well, it's are, because right? we. It's like everyone acts like it's written in stone somewhere that comics need to be presented in twenty-two pages. It is very much. Well, yeah, but that was, that was the old business of, model. Yeah, I mean, that was a business model that worked for decades. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, the you know, thing. So. Though, I mean, but it doesn't have to be. Right, it shouldn't be the norm. No, yeah. you're right. We're yeah. seeing yeah. other right. foreign changing. markets that are are kicking incredible amounts of ass. Sure. That show that you can put out a 150-page... Well, why do you think it is that that we've been, you know, like Marvel DC has been so reluctant to do Honestly, it? I, it's like almost even when we were talking about this side of it, it's almost something that I don't think any of us could sit here and actually give an even close to informed answer on. I mean, well, we, we'd Quesada, all have, I remember what Quesada has said because it always comes up I a cup t- of joe. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right yeah, now please. that heads of companies, when they tell fans, when they give out right. their answers, they're giving you answers that you can take away from a convention panel and be somewhat happy with. We'll never fully understand the business workings. But but don't I can see them still making their money presenting both ways and that and 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 satisfying the people that need their pull boxes filled every week, and then also that if they were just to instead go to a two-a-year graphic novel system, that they wouldn't make as much money. That providing both ways is making more, is generating more income. I mean, I think from a volume standpoint, that makes sense. I mean, there's issues of. I, I agree with you, though. I, mean, I love to live in the yeah, world. Yeah, I mean, that, there's you know. I mean, even being on the other side of it, the business side of it, it's such an. It's it's this clouded. Yeah, it's just such an insane world. I mean, part of it's what Tom was saying of people that have been around so long that, well, why would I ever come up with another system, buddy? This is the system, oh, right? We write with chisel and stone. Look at the record here. industry. Look at seriously. Look at right. all the media industries. I think right. everyone is kind of They're wrestling with this problem but, but, of right. the way we used to do business versus the way right. things are now. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think we had talked about it before. It's like it will change. It's just a matter of being. When they're forced to, right. and I think or who's willing to make the first step? Well, it, but I still think nobody. I mean, change is difficult in business, and I think the only thing that forces businesses to make change is, is when they're losing money and they well, have we, to. On a, bu- I think on a business end, and again, I, I don't. There's not a lot that we can go into on the business side, but we we tend to forget that that our our industry is not 
ran by fans purchasing things. Um, and our business is not really at this point ran by the bookstores purchasing things. It's ran by the very few direct market retailers that order books from Diamond. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to the thousands of fans that buy comic books, that, weirdly enough, like any other entertainment industry, that's not really who drives. Uh, it's the retailers, the, those few retailers. So until, I mean, those retailers would close shop if it went all trades. And at this point in the business model, I mean, like I said, but I, I think it's a big DC cloudy... do Marvel, for example, have enough product? Because I would love to live in that world that you're describing yeah. where literally, think of all the Batman miniseries that come out in a year. Isn't that enough where you would have a monthly Batman graphic novel or uh, every two months? And fine, maybe January is Batman, February is Superman, March is The Flash. I mean, that's that's what I mean. And couldn't you set up enough It'll creative be there teams... Soon. I mean, I, I hope so. The other thing that I'm wondering about is, as the kind 399 model for the single issue comes up, you've got so, certain, and, and really even 499 in some cases, like Mystery in Space, uh, DC's uh, you know miniseries from last year. You had the front story and you had the backup story. Yeah, Jim Starlin doing both stories, writing both stories and drawing the backup and, as well as writing it. And I was surprised that they weren't going for more of a meteor one-shot Single issue that might handle forty-eight pages, and you get you get a more substantial story. Well, sometimes sometimes you, you forget. The, isn't Marvel, I mean, sometimes, uh, like, isn't Marvel I mean, getting ready to do that with their um, the weekly? No, um, the Marvel, Marvel presents. presents. Well, no, because again, it's a weekly, but it sounds more. It's so funny because they're like, "Oh, we've learned our lessons and stuff." I don't see the difference from what they're proposing to what they had back, uh, you know, in the '90s. Both DC and Marvel with the weekly comics. There are a few stories that are going to be serialized, and then there are going to be eight and ten. I mean, I don't know, if, Scotty, are you, are you working on any of those uh, stories for Marvel? Uh, Spider Man stuff? No, not the Spider Man stuff. The Marvel yeah. Presents. Yeah, Marvel Presents. No, not not at the moment. Because I think they're self-contained stories. There are going to be some ten-page and eleven-page stories. Just, I mean, it's just. Uh, well, it's much I like mean, the movie. There was X-Men Unlimited, and now a I mean, double it, shot. Remember double uh, shot too. From I mean, the now early it's, it's just Marvel's really new like anthology that, that allows uh, some other yeah. creators to get in there and do some little. Yeah, stuff. it reminds me a lot of like the movie industry at one point in time, where there were so many fewer theaters, and they could really dictate the success of a film so right. much more. And that distribution system was so much smaller and slower, uh, and slower, and you had so many fewer people making decisions that you know it, it was a in, movie was out for like six months. Yeah, and 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 there were only a few movies out. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And then all of a sudden, you became these huge multiplexes that or they come are showing regionally you know, in waves because literally yeah. the, the film camps well, were yeah, moving from move, the east coast to the uh, west to the west coast. You know, and that's I mean that's part of the problem is that it's just you, like you said you have these. A very small group of people that are making the decisions. Mm-hmm. It's not based on really fan uh, want or or need. Or, you know, it's based on what these guys that have been doing the same thing for twenty five years, yeah. what they believe. Well, I think I, I've talked about this on a on a creator level of wanting to do a creator on project where I I myself will, would rather produce a graphic novel simply. Not because, not just because I think it's you're able to tell a, a a better solid story on that size, but just on the side of a retailer's aspect, that no matter how good or bad my book is, no matter what the subject matter, no matter what the content, by the time my first issue has hit shelves, the retailer has already got three issues ordered and his his formula for every book is in place. 
just for you know, we're just gonna throw out random numbers. Issue number one sells. I ordered five thousand. Issue number two, I cut that in half. I'm going down to twenty five hundred. Issue three, I'm cutting that down by twenty five percent. Then maybe once issue one comes out and so so, as a creator who's trying to get my book out to the world, I've battled against a person who did not even. Nobody has read my <laughs> content read yet, it. and I've already yeah. lost yeah. sales. Yeah. So I, it's like, as a creator, do I put my trust in a formula that works across the board no matter who or what the book is? Or, do, or would I like it to rather be like a book market where it's just like, I'm going to write book. my book, put it out, Here's and then you book. guys yeah, tell me. Does, you guys, like fans and people who go to bookstores then determine how many copies of a book sell. Not a, not the guy. Welcome who, to the direct market. It's just uh, what about? That's I why mean, I don't get the small part press people and how they're able to put out single issues because it's like you guys are losing money anyway. I don't know why you do it. I really don't. The love of the yeah, media. Yeah, I, I don't understand a lot of that either because you know? it's like. Uh, I mean, there's I mean, good. There's, there's good love, love for it, but why? Yeah, why? If you're going to do that, why not just put it out in PDF form and just email it to people? Well, it's, it's, because you're. I mean, you're going to lose money printing it. Let's and do see, less people actually Real see quick, it. Because we are definitely starting to dive into more business stuff here. Like, let's go around maybe and talk more about a couple books on each side of the line. Hi, I'm Ed Brubaker. When I'm not waiting for the trade, I like to listen to a round comics podcast. I, I read as as a collection, which came out in single issues, was uh, Daredevil Born Again, the Frank Miller, uh, David Mazzucchelli run. Whenever I read that, it, it occurred to me about halfway through that I wasn't reading it right. It's you had started in the back. <laughs> I, I thought you it was upside it down. I thought it, read I thought wrong. It was manga. Story of bad. Yeah. With, I'm not reading this right. Um, this no, sense. but uh, he's right. The, the way. And Miller was using the monthly Schedule. issue as as a writing tool, and you really kind of needed that month in between the issues for that tension to build to build as as Murdoch is starting to to fall into this you know despair. just pit of despair and ruin. And, yeah, and literal ruin. Because you do you flip a page and he's he's goes from being okay the kingpin knows who I am and everything's yeah. bad to you flip the page and it's like. Why is he sleeping what looks like, in what looks like a yeah. bare room? Why is he covered in newspapers? Now. And yeah, it's like what happened? And because a month passed, and yeah, and, right. and so reading it all in in one collection, turn the page, you don't get that passage of time. And so that that series, why it's a great collection, go out and get Born Again if you hadn't read it, but but be very aware of the necessary passage of time in between issues. I always feel like like the single issues cuz it's been a really really long time since I've read any number of books. Maybe one here or there but like your average common fan is you know how many books on their pull list every month. 36. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> for me it's like watching four, let, let's say for the average. It's like I the question I have for people who are able to do it is like it's like watching uh 30 baseball games one day awesome in a day and watching just one inning or let two or three innings and then waiting a month and See, watching think, the same games and a couple more innings and trying to remember all the different games all the different stats and all the different but i would say there's one difference in that though is that and i was going to mention this like 
the book, it's not exactly like watching 30 baseball games because, like, if you have a pull list that has, you know, a comedy book in it and right. a horror book in it and you have your superhero book. Right. Because, you know, uh, part of what I was going to mention about the... Sometimes certain books, like, uh, I like comedy books, but I have a hard time reading comedy, like, trades of it because it almost becomes too much. Too much, right. yeah. And, like, I like I having that, that, like, mixed in yeah. with, you know... Uh, with, I find the superhero ones easier to read, you know, in big chunks because they all sort of have a homogenous right. sort of style and like feel to it. But I kind of like having that, you know, a comedy mixed in there, you know, right. and it's nice and a nice, you know, once a month to have that thrown in there. But reading a trade of it, it's just like... I'll right. give you... I'll you know, I could almost feel like that, like when I've read Invincible, I felt like, I mean, I love, I, I like Kirkman's writing and I love Ryan's art. But I felt reading the collected versions of Invincible sometimes because of the light-hearted, almost comedy yeah. aspects it has at times. I almost there would be times where I agree with you there that I'm like, oh my, maybe this would be better chopped up. Are you so yeah? Are you rushing through a trade because it's all right there? Yeah. Sometimes the the two extremes that I can think of where I enjoy both either in single issue or trades, I've been able to switch over successfully to trades with Ennis's Punisher, the Max series. I love the idea that every that twice a year I get a cool Garth Ennis crime story, and I'm very happy by that. And see, I love that in single issues. See, and, well, the best thing go. is do what I do and stop reading comics for about six years. Yeah, well, that's and then kind you of can, what you have to do, Scotty. Awesome, because yeah, because you no, got it right. I don't know if I could I could break for myself. Two hundred trades to sift through, and it's yeah. sweet. But the other the other extreme for single issues that I really enjoy, and probably because he and Ellis. With their dollar ninety nine format, and you guys know where I'm going with this, have figured out how to make the single issue matter. I love Casanova in single issues, and I'll throw Criminal in there as well. Uh, I think Fraction does a better job of giving you the full story for a dollar ninety nine versus what Bruin and Sean Phillips do, and mm-hmm. throw Fabio Moon obviously in there for Casanova currently. Uh, but I love the back matter in uh, in in both. I love uh, text. Yeah, I love the text pages in both books. But I really like Fraction, just opening Fraction's head and seeing what's inside of it for what inspired for that issue. It's funny as hell. (laughs) And I love the text pieces in Criminal because you you get Patton Oswalt talking about why he loves a certain movie and they get great screenwriters and comic book people and funny people to talk about their favorite noir stories. And it's it's excellent. It's wonderful. And I mean it's and and unfortunately you're denied that from the trade, and the reason why is because he wants to make the single issues matter. So he gets it, and I and I appreciate that. And I know Ellis does the same thing with Fell, so I think that's kind of neat. You know, we had talked about uh, 52 a little while ago, and 52 is now coming out in trade, and they're coming out with, what, like, four four issues on a trade once a month. So is it four, only four issues, really? I think no, it's a, no, I, it's, I have the first two volumes of it, and mm-hmm. it's a... I, thought I it think was, there's six or six it, to eight in each. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, so trade. Out, so. Oh yeah, I thought it was a typical looking trade. Okay, but still, uh, to read that in trade. What wasn't the? Wasn't you the, guys love my house? Wasn't the draw of fifty two that it was a weekly single issue series? I wonder how people are are making that uh, that that waited for that trade. I wonder what impact the series. Is having yeah, I don't in know. trade format. I don't know anyone who waited for 52 in trade. Well, there are a lot of people. I, I Countdown, did. A lot of people. Countdown's lost its focus because <clears throat> it doesn't have that 
gravitas of each issue of, you know, well, you've got to read this because you don't want to wait and see what happens because it's reflecting what's going on in I the think, DCU for the month and it doesn't have that yeah, need I think, to read each issue. I think that does bring up one thing that sort of is probably the biggest reason why I'm hesitant to drop everything in, in, in single issue and go Pussy. to trades is because, Allergies. like, uh, allergies and uh, <laughs> no, but because uh, like, you won't know what's going on Aww. in in mainstream stuff. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, no, it's a soap opera, uh, man. I, I can appreciate yeah. it. You know, well, I mean, you'll just so kind of be behind the, the time or whatever. behind the scenes. I mean, it's like, I mean, especially for me because being on, on the show Netflix. every week yeah. and feeling the need to kind of have to know what's going on, uh, so I, I'm informed about of, stuff. I'm impressed. You've but even your just a, media experience to just like a, DVDs and stuff like that. You don't have to. You're not tied down to TV or anything. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Just a sort of a fan of like of, of comics <clears> and like you know wanting to kind of know what's going on in the world. I w- you know it's like it'll be six months before I find right. out what's going on. Really. But at the same time, it's like it's just so hard. Uh, I think, like you were talking about before, I find so many times that I pick up a single issue of something, and I have to go back to the last one to remember what the hell happened, yeah. so that I can read this next one, uh, as opposed to a trade where it's like you know you have your six issues or whatever right. and it's self-contained. I, I I just can't find myself, no matter how good a writer is, I can't bring myself. Not, not that I can't bring myself, I'd like to, but I just can't find 22 pages all that Satisfying. groundbreaking to me. Yeah. I mean, it takes anything that that only takes me five to eight minutes to get through. I mean, that's like saying one song will knock yeah, me off. Like listening to it <laughs> one time will knock me back for three months. You but, know what I mean? Like, but I have read a, a, a trade paperback or a graphic novel right. that has had that effect on me. Where right. I went, or just like I've read any novel or watched a movie. Where Harry you, Potter. Yeah, I, where you, it's, Harry it's just Potter. a more. So, what and I, I think uh, Tazzarello about a hundred bullets. He said, "If I oh can take a shit faster than finishing your comic, then there's a problem with this issue." <laughs> no, and, 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 and that's basically what he's saying. Hundred bullets. Well, that brings it. Like, well, there's, there's some, a, there's there's some books that need to be written. Uh, yeah. That book oh, is hard to understand in trade. Oh, yeah. in trade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in trade, it fucks your mind up. <laughs> but it is. It's a brilliant. It is. It's a brilliant right. collection. Of especially, trade. it really is. Especially nowadays, uh, since um, you've expect. You know, once we got past kind of the overly written stuff where there's a lot of narrative and a lot of thought balloon you know like a lot of the extra stuff where there's tons and tons of text i mean we're getting to the we're getting to a place where books are being read exactly like a movie where there's you know where there used to be word balloons everywhere and and on top of that narrative boxes where i mean just for example not saying this was groundbreaking writing or anything but i was just rereading through their old spawn books and i was blown away by how many damn words were on every page. I mean, it was like reading a novel yeah. with pictures. And these are the image and books that always got the knock of being not enough dialogue. Oh, my God. Art, I mean, you read so through yeah. the Spawn books, and I'm, I'm serious. It <laughs> took me to today, hours yeah, like to read through these things. Yep. And now you're reading through, and it is like watching a movie where it's like, hey, hey. what? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, but I don't know that no, that's necessarily that's a good thing. No, I don't know that it's, it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but I'm saying... That we've got to that place where there's less narrative, there's less of that. Well, it's stuff. certainly more. It's more just conversational. Up on the three-page sequence that has no dialogue and, and lets the art tell the story. And for a 22-page book, that's where I'm finding the. It's like it's yeah, great on one end, but on the other end, I'm like, 
especially living in Chicago, that means I got to go get on the L. <laughs> I got to take the train down to my comic book shop once a week. So I spend more time traveling to get my books than I will spend reading the books. <laughs> is that worth it for me? Is it worth the time? Is it worth me? And, and, and let's face it. I mean, comic books are not order them online a buck fifty anymore, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Three bucks. Yeah, and that, and that, that point is that's maybe three ninety nine is insane. It's yeah. a huge issue. That's another reason why I'm. Why yeah. So we're looking at, at a huge price disparity between single issues and trades. Uh, single issues three bucks yeah. average, and a trade is going to average what twelve ninety five to. Yeah, probably fifteen to, is your average. I've four, noticed four, trades are getting oh, a little more I expensive. Th- yeah, recently. I think really twenty bucks is really the well, average tw- trade like four, fourteen for six four, issues. Well, you know the Vertigo nine ninety nine for the first one. Yeah, exactly. It's like and then they it's fuck you. exactly they get you, they get you on the in. comeback. They make the money on the comeback. Are the, are the first ones, are the free. second volumes more? Yeah, sure I would are. say fifteen okay. bucks sure is probably an average. An average. Okay, I would say average. Fifteen, yeah. seventeen. You're going to see in the nineteen ninety nine, the twenty four ninety nine ones, but and you're going to see the nine ninety nine ones. But probably an average is fifteen. And to I'm going to throw bucks. this one out there, and it's, I, I won't get I, I won't get scowled at by uh, by Mark because we're not at, we're not at Dark Tower, <sighs> but yeah, you know, fifteen fifteen to twenty dollars. But you go to Amazon, you go to oh, stockTrades.com, yeah. whatever, and you're going to yeah, get it for get 30, 30, 35 35 percent off. Oh, sure. You know, that's cutting a lot of money Hell out yeah. of what your normal let's monthly not, comics would be. Let's not forget this either about the trades and the graphic novels is. Companies know that that's where the money, is, that's where they're really making some money. So you can always get them. They're going to keep them in print. Yeah. I mean, this print-to-order shit and barely printing over is crazy for somebody who cannot make it to. I mean, as the older you get, if you still want to remain in comics, you have jobs. We have a lot of it's, it gets tougher and tougher to make it to girlfriends. Yeah, I mean, children. So all of a sudden you miss some date. What if all of a sudden you know by what you don't have this issue anymore? All of a sudden, are you fucked? No, nah, I mean we got the internet now. You can get online, but it still becomes a hassle to try oh, sure. to. I mean, I know trades. I mean, I'm reading trades that right now, like Preacher, obviously, is around in 95. Right. And, and I could go into any store at any time right now, and that book is still there. Yeah. If trades and graphic novels were not where they are today, could I go back and find well, that I, story? I, you, single you, you still have, like, but I think you still have that collector mentality out there so much of people that want the original issue and you know are hoping that it goes up in price or whatever else other thing. You know what I mean? It's like I've gotten completely past that where I could give a shit what yeah, it's worth. I hope there's you know. less of those. I really do. I, I, I think, I think there are less of them, but I, they, they are still out there. And well, I yeah. think going back to the direct market, those guys are of that breed. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? It's like so they're you know, it's like how many variant fucking covers. variant covers and everything else. I don't that care about up. I don't care about having the single issue from a collector standpoint. I just still love the serialized Soap nature yeah. of comics. I want to read them. Well you're wrong. I do like well I like going I mean, every Wednesday, but I but you're I would prefer wrong. to go into a world where, you know, if I went in every Wednesday yeah. I'd buy two graphic novels as opposed to ten yeah, three dollar comics. Honestly, like my perfect, I think my perfect situation would be well, no, it's like reading them monthly digitally and yep. then getting the trade when it comes out. My oh, take it easy, world. Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, no, that's what I want. My I perfect dream is I eat a pill I'm and the sorry. comic appears in my mind. <laughs> Uh, there, did, there is one. There is one series that comes to mind that I think I will miss reading it in single issues. New X Men. No, yeah, well, there's New X. <laughs> Scotty, uh, new sweet, X-Men. sweet covers. Uh, but no, uh, Walking Dead is an, a, a series that I really. No, you know what? It's 
awesome in trade. Oh, I'm sure it is, but there's just oh, something it's about single issues. Too. I, that's one book that I look forward to every month. And it's going to be a little hard for me to wait. Or every Here's week. Six you know I'll tell you what. Yeah, that, that is the weirdest release schedule. They're, they're running like he weekly right now. He does when he wants to. Yeah. And then he, yeah, then it I'll tell you what the best months, thing to do months. then is to, like, to really take yourself out of it. Instead of going, like, stop getting the single issues. And instead of then picking up the next trade and reading it, really go through withdrawal and don't read because what I'm doing like, read I, read the for years. I read <laughs> for years. I read four trades of Walking Dead and the fifth one wasn't out yet the fifth one has come out and I'm because I'm in a trade world in my head I was like I've read enough Walking Dead I shelved five and I'll wait until number six <laughs> comes out or or number five, or number six, whatever numbers they are. You, you, sure, you're sure. dealing on like some sort of celestial time scale. But that is that's <laughs> well, my other problem. Punisher, yeah. I buy it, and if I don't feel like reading it right away, yeah. it's like fine. So I'll, I'll show them a couple, I'll show a couple trades. My, there's plenty of other books to read, and, no, no, and you really stack no up the fucking yeah, baby. What you want? But no, I'm not going to do it. it I'm a cock tease. Well, the other thing though is that I I I'm so in love with hardcovers. So it's like I'm looking at waiting even longer well, that's what I was for hardcovers. Collector, you you're still the guy. No, I what just do you love do the like hardcovers. They're so Captain nice. America, that the no, trade schedule on that is incredibly slow. Or or Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk yeah. is another example. They just came out with the first six issues, or they haven't even come out with the soft cover yet. It's only the hardcover. So I mean, that's the thing. I think the hardcover is so worth. I it. mean, Captain America essentially is still the same story. Now we're thirty issues into it. From issue one of Brubaker's run, it's still part of this big story. Uh, like he's Bendis's dead. Daredevil. <laughs> well, and but uh, but my point is that you know the trades they're only up to like number eighteen or whatever. Well, if you notice so that you're, you're, the you know, com- it's, the companies that are going on on that are coming out with these hardcovers first, if you notice, it's almost like baby steps towards doing what the book market does. Uh, the book market always puts off. Regular novels always put out their hardcovers first, and, then and that is the book. The right. Yes, the paperbacks later as an oh, extra for like. Yeah. Okay, now that everybody's read our book, we're going to make it very yeah. easy for anybody to carry around. But in a, we want in an airport. And, yeah, yeah, but right now we want you to get the the beautiful version of this well, work like of te- art. It's like technology too. I mean, it's like you always front end that technology, and it's yeah, you know, two years well, later, six months later. I always figured it was more of a library thing too. So just because then that it may be, and that has been a nice on for comics to make it into the so like 20 years from now what they'll do is they'll come out with the absolute edition first and then the hardcover then the trade exactly. and then break it into single issues for you to read there you go and then yeah. the pill for the four people the still pill. alive that like it'll, me. The it'll be me <sighs> like the major you're gonna create check it. me in well, Dude, you're like I mean, Steve and, Jobs. Not, and not to get back to like the business end of it too but it's like I, I mean you know, I think there's some money uh, behind some of this too. Is like, well, we can put out single issues, and and in I mean, they're making three, money. If three, in three months, if it's not doing well, we can cancel it. Well, Whereas if we go to a you know a, tra- a trade format and it's a six issue trade that we're all, we're gonna put that out first. You yeah. already you've paid the artist and the writer and everybody for six issues. Yeah, but see, we're in this. Weird and if it dumps, it's a lot of money. Even but how? But you it can't change the. But artist, we're in a can't. weird. We're in a weird area where where. How does it? It won't dump the same way because the book will sell. By the time people don't like it, they've already, they've already bought it. You've already it. got their money. It's like television now, right? Yeah, like maybe. These television yeah. stations are canceling shows before they've had a chance to put the first season out on DVD. Right. What they don't understand is there's a million people out in the world like me Waiting. who I don't have time to schedule out my week according yeah. to network television time. John from so I literally buy, and I'm talking about almost every show that puts out a DVD. 
I have the set and Good. watch them. I mean, I watch every collector. Yeah, <laughs> because I love yeah. watching right, television right. shows. Well, you're but an, I don't you're, have the you're time. an entertainment on demand person. Yes, and and so for uh, this year, like Friday Night Lights is a show that right. I absolutely right. think is amazing. Awesome, show. one of the best shows on television. I agree. It was about two inches away from cancellation. Uh, yeah. Entire run, absolutely, yeah. almost. Ready for cancellation, and I thought, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, and show. I had watched it all on iTunes. I've got it all, and I thought, "They're just not smart enough to realize like people, people like waiting. heard how good it was or saw how good it was." Well, and, and again, the audience is changing, and and yeah. viewing habits, and again, reading media habits yeah. are changing in general. It's and, just, and it's it's very it's interesting, and it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Sorry, Scott, I spilled water. We'll get a talent. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, no, I agree. I think it's I think it's getting. Yeah, it'll just take. Know, like anything, right? Uh, anything to get fixed just takes time. Yeah, it'll take our generation hopping in the place of Not mine, the decision mine. maker. <laughs> Sorry, man. My generation's <laughs> full filled to those damn collectors. And this is Rick Remender. This is Tony Moore, and you're listening to Around Comics, and you should be reading Beer Agent. Well, tell you what, that's uh, that's a lot of our opinion. Let's uh, let's jump in and get some opinions of the forum posters. Yeah, well. All right, our uh, first forum post is from Jam Fool. It's uh, one of the the fellows uh, from across the pond. Do the, it with an English the, accent. I, I can't do the English. I accent. would recommend Man Hunter as an excellent, excellent monthly. Monthly. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Scotty. It feels like a real old school comic. <laughs> Before the whole writing for the trade trend. It has lots of ongoing plot lines and stories that lead into each other. Plus, it's not even worth waiting for the trade with Manhunter. I think there's only two out. He sounds like the Geico Gecko. Every issue, <laughs> every <laughs> issue of The Walking Dead has a cliffhanger. It must be a nightmare to reading it in trade. Many, it? Titles. Many titles have very distinctive five, six issue arcs with definite beginnings and endings. Harry Potter... I, I, get <laughs> I get most of my comics monthly because they... <laughs> I, I totally <laughs> fucked it up. Because they waiting six months to read them. What a story, Yeah, It's all Australian now. <laughs> yeah, I actually think it's South Africa. Waiting six months to read more <laughs> would infuriate me, but I don't think uh, they would really lose anything by reading them as straight. So well... This guy, com- see, we just completely joyful. killed Blue this guy's culture. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever your country is. Bad. So uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I haven't read Manhunter at all, so I'm. I have. Actually, Manhunter's good. great. Yeah. I've heard Draco. Good. I haven't. I haven't picked it up, but I'll, I'll, I'll be picking. There's up. three trades of it out actually. Oh. Yes, yes, we're trying to get uh, build excitement. Maybe you can join the party <laughs> and actually I'll, read the fucking I'll book. I'll try and get in on it. Would you please? Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. All right, my Mark. Buy all the single issues and the trades and the hardcovers and check out the last. Episode of Quiet Penalologist at Work. The blankety blank segment is my new favorite. They are fun. Uh, comic book blank? hero, my buddy, uh, said uh, I tend to read Marvel and DC books in monthlies and everything else in trades. The, uh, there are two reasons for this. One, uh, continuity practically demands that you read Marvel and DC books every month. So many books are interconnected, and waiting for the trade on certain books while reading others on a monthly basis could confuse even the smartest people. Two, titles like Why the Last Man and Fables are written with the trade paperback market in mind. Oh. I read both of those series in trade, and I find that the stories lend themselves 
More to the trade paperback format. I think it is because uh, in the cases of Y and Fables, the stories are part of a bigger whole. Caters is thinking, shut up, Brian, I'm trying to stay. In a superhero book, Caters is would you play with horizontal. my foot, please? <laughs> in a superhero book, one issue is part of a larger arc. In Y or Fables, one arc is part of a larger encompassing story. So, that's true. Uh, no, yeah, that's absolutely that. true. No, I mean, I think we kind Finite of... Finite series, even, I think, do lend themselves better to read Yeah. Harry so. Potter believes that trades are well, so much better than true. anything I mean, else. Oh wait, mainstream continuity is about what's oh, going no, on no, now. No. And again, it it is a it yeah. is a single issue. I mean, well, that is that's a huge what I said. It's like you know, I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. Well, I think the the next one, and I, <laughs> Tom, and Tom's going to read. I'll have one. to watch some publicity. It is a, is a neat uh, juxtaposition to the waiting for the trade for uh, for indies. This is from a nobody. Whoa. <laughs> My own practice as of late is to buy Marvel and DC, even some image books in trade paperback form. Well, I support indie books in the single-issue format. Marvel and DC, I think, can take the hit of me not purchasing a book monthly, while an indie book might need all the support it can, ge- it can get to keep surviving. That said, most indies read better in trade, usually due to a lack of completely monthly schedule. It's just that one can never be sure if it'll make it that long. <laughs> what are you also, doing certain that way? creators work better in the trade format, like Bendis. <laughs> like Bendis. <laughs> like Tom's Bendis. all uh, no, I, I think Tom Kiter's you is crazy. I, I, think that, I think that brings up an important point that the single issues for a lot of books... If the singles don't do well, then you're not going to see a trade. To trade. Yeah, you won't, and you so won't see one. The, the waiting for the trade. Well, culture then, what do really I want to read it for? Well, but like, hey, the, the crew, the crew was a great <laughs> idea that you know Chris, Chris, uh, Priest, Christopher Priest, Priest uh, did Jim Owsley, Um and it was it was a great idea, but unfortunately, people weren't patient. It it had a six month story arc that introduced the concept that took its time. And the book didn't sell well, and that was it for the crew. But really, it's a shame because it would it, I think it would have been a very interesting mm-hmm. book and would have lasted. I, I think if you're going to do something experimental, you almost have to, especially in those first six, six issues, either don't do six issues. I, I almost like the Booster Gold method. I mean, that first issue really gave you a lot, gave you an idea of where the series is going to go, and you got it all in the first issue of, if you read issue one, you kind of understand the series, and can really make a decision about whether you want to continue or not. Yeah, and I think maybe more first issues It's kind of something we were talking about with TV, is that, you know, for a TV show to get cancelled after the first season, with now the waiting for the trade Kind of mentality with wait DVDs. For mm-hmm. Wait for the DVD season. Same thing with comics. You have know. we have have any of us read any of these pilot episode or, or issues? I should say that Top Cow is experimenting with right now. It's their pilot season. I have the Rip Claw one, but I haven't. That's read a, it yet. what uh, Jason Aaron wrote. That yeah, he wrote Rip Claw. He did write Rip Claw. I just think, I think it's going to take well. the companies slowing the roll a little bit, even on the indie titles, just slowing it down and giving it some time to breathe, right? The single, even when it's in single issues, instead of canceling it too fast. But every, but everything that they're doing is going completely 180 mm-hmm. from that. I mean, that's they they are so about like, oh, we want you every week, we want you back every week, we want you thinking about you know. Except again, for these Vertigo. Big, stupid Except for Vertigo. Stories. Well, it's Ver- its own at, animal. At, at Vertigo, there's this understanding that you know what we make our money in trade. On the back end, and which is is kind of funny because I think a lot of those books work really well as single issues. You know, Exterminators, Why, you know, whatever. Scalp. Uh, but they are really geared. That's their business model is to come out in trades. Cool. Well, and one other, uh, only I mean, small part of it, I think, is I think it also gives 
a little incentive to write better stories. I was if just going to say, that, you know what it does is it weeds some stuff out. Yeah. Like, uh, if you put Make a trade stories. out, what I think is you put a trade out and it doesn't and it doesn't sell. Maybe it doesn't mean that people don't want to buy it because they don't want to buy it. Maybe people aren't buying it because it's not that good. Right? Because we do. We are very saturated with a lot of books. That yeah, there are mainstream trades that. I mean, mainstream titles come out with their trades like Clockwork, especially Marvel and DC. And I agree with you. I think there are a lot of arcs that are not worthy of being collected in a trade. It's like, yeah, you guys just didn't hit it that that those six months. Sorry. But the trade exists, and again, the other example of that is the is Priest and the Crew, where I think it was an interesting idea that didn't get a chance to really breathe. Yeah. So, got it. Uh, next one is from uh, Functopus or Functopus. Uh, trades are great <laughs> for catching up on titles. I was out for so long, it was hard to figure out the backstory on a lot of the things I heard were great. I ended up buying all the Fables trades in about a week. I'm now working through the Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, I've borrowed Y and Walking Dead just because I've heard so much about them. I'll be picking those up when I have the extra cash. I need to read Ultimate Spider-Man, I guess. Uh, the, fir- yeah. well, the first like four of them are good. really good. You know, and then if you like it, you can continue I mean, on. The nice thing about it is it's you know it's cut away from all the history of it, and you know, I mean it's still that's why I like it. Yeah, it. That's what, or that's what interests me about it is you know yeah, that's the, what, it's fun. I take arcs off if yeah. it's an interesting arc. I read it. Yeah, if it's not can. an interesting you, arc, you I take. Well, that's off. I'm interested in it because of the fact that it shies away. You know, it's out like same reason that I love the birthright. It's right. not tied down. Superman it's only, birthright. It's only two months. Although, although it is, I mean, it's it starting is to be sort of. Well, it's starting it's to be, but not too bad. But it is basically based on Spider-Man, the history of Spider-Man. Sure, but I it's mean, but it's still rooted in its own history. Yeah, it, it's not tied to right. anything. And even now, I mean, it's still rooted in its own history, even though it's been going on forever now. Yeah, it's over a hundred. But it's still it's only within its own right. It, the, right. It's titles history, exactly. and not like tied into forty years. I don't think yeah. more than a year has passed. If if a year has passed sure. in real time in in those hundred plus but, issues of Ultimate Spider-Man. But I think the the interesting point out of this is that trades have given new readers a great way to. Catch up really quickly. Up until well, and yeah. I guess and I guess it's fair because I think after the the speculation implosion of the nineties, most most of the big companies have rewritten their continuity to really only start around ninety nine or mm-hmm. two thousand anyway. Yeah, but like, I was it's, wondering it's that the ten, the ten year sliding time. Well, exactly. I'm wondering where the chasm is. Where where is that dead period of trades where there aren't trades that cover every story that happened before nineteen ninety nine? I'm assuming that's kind of it. That's probably right, about that is, right there. Is yeah. that about the cutoff? <laughs> the next one is uh, from Jose Chung. Uh, generally, and perhaps <laughs> obviously, speaking one and done's Detective the Spirit work better yeah, in, one, in monthly know. format, and arc-driven stories doing? work better in trade, particularly arc-driven stories that are part of a bigger narrative. Why The Last Man and Hunter Bullets? <clears throat> I like to sit down and read a story at once, and trades are a cheap, cheaper way to do that. I usually wait for the trade for bi-monthlies, All-Star Superman, and those titles with irregular shipping schedules, The Goon. <clears throat> One category that I would prefer, if they are not too pricey, uh, is to have sing- single issues over the trade is comics that were originally published on newsprint. The colors don't transfer too well to the trade format, generally speaking. I'll put put <clears throat> out my DD Born Again singles rather than the trade. I'll pull out my DD Born Again singles rather than the trade. I have noticed that they sometimes touch up the colors, but oftentimes they don't, and the colors are pretty distracting. Well, actually, you know what? <clears throat> uh, as far as the color is. 
the people who see color for the first time on newsprint don't realize that's not what the color's supposed to look like. Right. Because newsprint soaks up the ink in a different way. Mm-hmm. The well, trade is the, what the, the white is what the white it, value of the when, paper yeah, is, is. When you put But the, I think you have like uh, they did the Superman Chronicles which are done on like that cheaper newsprint mm-hmm. kind of paper and I think those I mean, sometimes it has more character and it yeah. looks better, but even that's still not looking <clears throat> like what they intended, intended it to it look to, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, our next one is from Area Code 212. Uh, I think the difference New between... <laughs> what? That Where is, is New 212? Yeah, it is yeah. New York. I think that the difference between stories that read best in singles and those that read best as trades generally has to do with how complex the story is and how familiar the reader is with the wor- quote-unquote world building that the book okay. takes place in. DC slash Marvel superheroes, superhero comics tend to read quite nicely as monthlies because the stories are relatively straightforward and easy to remember, and most readers already know the backstory. We don't need to constantly remind ourselves uh, about who Batman's supporting cast is or why the Hulk is so mad. On the other hand, <laughs> why is he so, I prefer so to read titles like Lucifer and Hunter Bullets. Uh, the apo- oh. <laughs> Did he mean... Oh. The antithesis? Uh, yeah, I think he meant, think the, he meant the, the, the antithesis of a wait-for-the-trade book in collected form. Because as monthlies, I would constantly have to sit there and say to myself, okay, what's going on? Who is that? this guy again? Well, trade's the same way with the 100 bullets. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You know what's funny is, like, uh, all these kids... Everybody on the forum is saying the exact same thing. What that you said. Like, it's just a... Every, like, that was Tom's voice right there just a second ago that said... Uh, well, whatever. Let's just fucking. What's move going? On. You, okay, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that was Tom. Oh, what? What's, what's going, going on? on? <laughs> uh, Tom's, Tom's our, sleepy. Our next, uh, our next is uh, from Josh S. I'm not oh. going to try and pronounce his Josh name. Josh Ship. Ship. <laughs> Why is that so hard? Forget you guys about only read his name every week. <laughs> it had an I in it. And the the and biggest it. downside of trades is how quickly I go through them. I devoured down. the Runaways Digest and was left craving more. I think I enjoy being able to savor a story in monthly. As long as the release schedule doesn't get out of hand. I'm looking at you, Damon Lindelof. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you can, uh, eat up six months worth of comics pretty quickly. There's comments on, yeah. the, on the video stream. Okay, uh, what's one what of the comments? Saying? Uh, check out my webcams. <laughs> S. Rockwood says, I read Dark Knight Strikes Back before returns, and I have no idea why people have such a problem with it. Yeah, good job. Uh, go, to, go to bed. <laughs> Come pick me up. Someone was saying that they like Sin City, obviously, in trade versus uh, the uh, the single issues. That's the other thing, obviously, with with creator-owned pieces. Wasn't even single issues. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. I mean, they're really not monthlies. I mean, they really are when 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 I can finish them and when we get when we get the book out. So that's always an issue as well. Uh, Seth Hurley said, "I only really read Casanova and Criminal in single issues because of the extras. More often than not, I finish a trade." That collects six issues and so or so, and I think I would go nuts if I had to wait six months to read what I just did in thirty minutes. My girlfriend loved Preacher, loved Why the Last Man, loved Fables, loved thought. Hellboy, but she said that she would have never read any of them. She had to read them month to month over a five year period instead of over a weekend. Tell her to become more patient. Aside of having, aside of from having a big slab of story to read in one go, most of my reasons for buying trades are practical ones. No advertisements, not having to keep multiple plots from multiple books straight from month to month, being able to buy trades anywhere and for less, being able to resell trades anywhere if I don't like them, being able to loan a book rather than a stack of singles to non-comic reading friends, and being able to shelve them on bookcase 
rather than storing them in boxes. Yeah, I didn't even think about, we didn't even mention anything about advertisements. There's no ads in trades, which that is... That is fucking beautiful. Yeah, which is really I mean, you nice. don't like a, you don't like an eight-page hot dog ad in the middle? <laughs> oh, uh, springing from your, from your uh, chest? With a, uh, the a giant hairy arm stuffing yeah. a hot Forcing dog a in a bonus into a child's face. <laughs> or you're like, oh, fucking Superman's going to kill this guy. Oh, shit, you know what? Tobacco is wacko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm glad they reminded me. <laughs> the, yeah. That you know, I, I, a great I do, mix of ads. I miss the letter columns in, in a lot of trades. Uh, see, I, I miss the letter the columns letter columns in anything. In Walking Dead, I love the letters column in Walking I Dead. I never read them. Yeah, it's I really... Do. It's, I don't it's, want to do you read letter. Powers? You know what I like about you trades? Read of Powers? Nah. Oh, I love them. They're hilarious. Versus, like, there's no ads and the extras you get in trades. Like, for as an artist, uh, coming up, before I was even in the industry, I always loved seeing the process stuff that would go on in the back because a lot of times that's... That's how I learned how what comic books were done on. Like I thought, right. oh, what are these insane borders? Yeah, what? <laughs> what is that? I what? thought they don't do it on lined notebook paper. Yeah, <laughs> fucking again, that's, shit. That's why this this change of with Fraction and Brubaker, for example, taking the extras yeah. out of the trade to encourage is the ju- single which cells. right, and I can yeah. and I do understand what they're thinking, but it's also like, guys, that's half the reason yeah. why people yeah. buy the trades. Yeah, but, it, but it needs to be in their perspective. Half the reason why you buy the singles. I understand. Yeah. All right. Our next one is from uh, G Dog. Okay. So G Dog <laughs> says uh, my Sal. my internal spooning conflict Sal. with the monthly versus trade comes down to three things. I'm psycho. What is the likelihood of I something being collected today? Anything with a Vertigo logo will be solicited as a trade before the ink dries on the last collected issue. <laughs> However, it seems that Marvel and DC supers aren't collected nearly as often. I'm not waiting three years to read 52, and I can't go a week without some podcaster bitching about some Starman or Black Panther run that has never been collected. I will bitch about it. How well does it read collected? Ultimate Fantastic Four and Ultimate X-Men are great in trades, but are boring as hell monthly. Same thing with the boys. Uh, Other than cash... I like the boys monthly, I have to be honest. Uh, It's all opinion. Uh, other than cash, like there's also little point to reading boys. one shot likes boys like the night. Spirit Fell and Detective in Collections. Uh, the Book Club Effect. Sure, World War Hulk and the Sinestro Corps will make great hardcovers, but everybody's talking about them now. I right. like to keep up with the comic community yeah. as much as I can, so I try to keep up on the popular titles and events just so I can add to the conversation. What is this thing you call World War Hulk? <laughs> I don't want to be the only guy at the party that won't um, let people talk about The Sopranos because he isn't caught up on DVDs. I'm that, I'm that guy. Well, you know, Sal talked about that earlier. Watch any like, Sopranos. You know, don't tell yeah, me you anything. Wanna... Scotty kills every water cooler. I do. Seriously. I go, in the, I go in the crankcast, right? It's not even my show. And they'll start going to be talking about Heroes I and Fish yet. What do I say on their show? Sh- don't. Don't. Nope. Oh, we gotta I know this is a show talking well, about Scotty stuff. Scotty hasn't watched yet. Don't stuff, say but, you know, it. Probably pretty, just gonna... pretty much everybody that's listening to this podcast or yes. any other podcast is is a an active, is an yeah. active internet person. Well, yeah, I mean you're trying to be part yeah. of the community, and yeah. that's the fun. I mean that's part of the fun of it. I'm just going to call Tom from now on, and he's going to give me a weekly wrap up. And I'll tell you, I will give you a Tom Cater's weekly wrap up <laughs> every, right, book. Cater's Cater's Cater's. Cater's. every book. Every book. Right, why don't you handle our I'm last just going to go Chris. online and go to Bookworm uh, Bitches and <laughs> Chris Hansborough said <laughs> I can take care uh, of that too. there are very few books that read well as singles when you could compare them to the trade. Yeah, there are great runs out there and great story arcs, but the problem is. A lot of books regularly have lackluster single issues but read amazingly well as a full story in a trade. 
Very few writers nowadays seem to be able to get enough meat into every issue, which has had a lot of people drop books early to do them, uh, due to them being crap. Uh, when in a lot of cases, they come together towards the end and become something brilliant. Guys like Bendis are constantly guilty of that act. The writers I can think of that give the meat you need for a truly happy single experience are Jeff Johns, who's a master of the cliffhanger. John Rogers is doing a fantastic job of making every issue of Blue Beetle stand on its own, but also being part of a bigger story. Greg Pack with Planet Hulk was amazing. Christos Gage is a fantastic, is fantastic with good. the cliffhangers and really puts a ton of meat into every meat. story. Greg Ruckholz has a knack for cramming just enough into every issue. Oh, yeah. Mark Andranko hey. was also amazing with Manhunter. Brian K. Vaughn is BKV, the second best writer alive. Who's the first? Scotty Young. <laughs> the voice of God. You guys read that 12-page Frankenstein story? <laughs> yeah. the shit out of me. Did Fucking that have sweet. words in it? I Bitch! Wow! All right, so uh, please. Well, that's that's that the uh, that's words. the forum post, and actually, that's um, only a few of the forum posts, and some of those have been edited down quite a bit. That uh, this kind of topic the is, is the kind that sparks a lot of discussion. So, if you want to get the rest of uh, the forum posts, will you people can, listen you can to this episode? Or they wait for the six episode collected edition <laughs> the, 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 yeah. with the behind the, the scenes, scenes the behind the, the extra edition. The absolute, absolute around comics. What are we Coming doing? Out. That's, that's no, when you have a scratch and sniff that smells like uh, the room you guys had. That Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a DVD commentary like going over our commentary. Yeah, yeah like spinaling <laughs> over ourselves. Yeah, this is where I talked oh. about this. Listen. Caters. Yeah, I was really. Oh, that was that. great. That was good. Well, I'll watch this moment. Listen. So um, there. I don't know if we want final thoughts or anything like that. I but have you know, no it's, it's an ongoing discussion. <laughs> I think we covered it, and then we got really redundant. Yeah, they covered it. I think we did. Yeah, some singles. Are Wait good. for the trade. trades are good. Yeah. yeah, if you buy singles, you're wrong. But but still, <laughs> if you buy trades, you're if you buy trades, you're an idiot. We hope we've answered the question of which is better because some people just didn't know. <laughs> we just divided this room like north and south, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, the singles so will rise again. Buy, buy whatever you want. Yeah, just buy do what's right. Do what's right for just you. Just buy porn. Let's do wow, a porn podcast. Bit torrent at all. Yeah, bit torrent. We didn't even. <laughs> All right, we got uh, what do we got now? Some listener emails. Yes, yes, Let's we do. do. Let's uh, do it. I'll, I'll read this from, from north of the border. Uh, this is from Zero Enigma, our favorite bipolar poster. Uh, this is a question mostly for Scotty, spelled with a K, baby. Do you get paid page rates that are from the sales of the books, like say the book uh, you're wait, you're like on. say the book you're on sells only 5,000 copies? Would you get <laughs> a small ridiculous. check that issue because it didn't sell much? Uh, what if the book sold 100,000 copies? That's would, more like would it. Would you have <laughs> an amazing page rate, or is it like $150 a page, and that's no, that's it no matter how much it sells? Um, well, I'm not going to tell you what I make I think every, page. I think well, a lot of people are different, whatever uh, deals they have. Yeah. I mean, I get paid a lot. I all these DVDs aren't on credit. I do know? have a runway that a plane comes uh, every Tuesday and gives me my bag of cash. Gives you a bag of cash um, with the young. Yeah, um, no, uh, and you, yet no car. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I don't need a car when I can teleport, dude. Jesus. <laughs> he has his driver come. Fuck. I, I mean, I I bought a teleporting thing. 
machine. Ring machine. Scotty's beaming over. Hold on. Stand, step away from there. He's beaming over right yeah. where so It costs me $3 million every oh, time I do that. Here, watch. Casey, beam me out of the thing. Let's go to dinner. I imagine you like in a Napoleon Dynamite when they had the time machine. It was just the thing that was just electrocuting them. Yeah, get a clip to your balls. Exactly. No, doesn't work. On a for real. On a on the on for real. When you put it that way, who could be? You get as a comic book artist, you get paid a page rate, a flat page rate per page for pencils and whatever you do. Um, then you get, depending on your, you know, who you are or what deal you get or whatever, you'll get royalties, uh, based on the sales. So it's almost like, uh, bonuses on top. Right. Uh, so you get a flat page rate for doing the work and you'll get uh, royalties on that and you'll get royalties on single issues. You get royalties on some trades. But again, I mean, every company's different. Every deal and, and, is different. And depending on what your books sell, you can probably negotiate better page rates the next time around. Or sure. sure. I mean, I mean like and, 5, a lot of you know, time put in, different books, or what you've been able to bring to a book. I mean, it all depends. Yeah. But on a, on a very base level, it's a flat page rate. Yeah. You get a flat page rate and everything. So, yeah, that's pretty much how, how it rolls. 15 bucks. <laughs> all right. Our next email is uh, from Eric Houston. It says, hey, guys. I want to congratulate you on the excellent Mike Waringo tribute. Uh, I was a big fan of his work on Spidey and, FF and, Spidey and FF and was sad to see him go so soon. I'd also like to comment on Telos being a sort of uh, contraction of Tell Us, which I think uh, was Scotty's point. Actually, it was Sal's point. I just read it. <laughs> Out of the book. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, I had not heard that before and even though I have money. only read a little of Telos, <laughs> yeah, it seems very, it very appropriate. Telos is also the ancient Greek word for the end. And as I listen to the podcast, especially the parts about Ringo's personal philosophy and desire to bring back fun into comics, it occurred to me that this other interpretation of the title is just as appropriate since Telos really is the ultimate extension of Mike's beliefs and desires for the medium. All in all, I think it's a tremendous uh, double meaning. I'm looking forward to discovering more of Mike's work now, especially through the Telos Colossal Edition and the new Spider-Man and Fantastic Four trade. Thanks again, guys. Just Mother! Go. Yes? Oh, well, when I saw it when he wrote the end, I just thought of the end by this the doors. <laughs> so, no, I, I can't wait to get uh, the uh, Telos Colossal yeah, Edition. Yeah, I'm going to be buying that, too. Uh, next one is from Skip Jenkin. I've recently returned to the world of comics, for which 90% of the credit is due to you guys and your picks. Yes! I have to admit, I haven't heard of Waringo before this episode. Please excuse me, like I said, I've been out of the loop. Go to hell. Uh, but the way you talk about your friend makes it obvious he has been a pioneer, and if I were not, if I were to not read his uh, work, I would surely be missing out. I'm heading down to my local shop shortly to pick up some of his critical reading. Thank you guys for putting out such a great show, and in the spirit of making sure things are said, I want you guys to know that I absolutely love the show. It has rekindled my love of comics, and just in time to pass that love of the art to my nine-month-old daughter. Well, thanks, oh, wow. Skip. That's She's going to be popular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah God, I mean, the Ringo thing was, you know, we just keep hearing from people. and uh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, it's getting pretty fucking depressing in here right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. the room down. There you go. Hi guys. But it's good that uh, you know. Bring it back, Tom. Bring Hi it back. guys, Matt here. I think we all know. Hi. I think we all know all those series which we feel were canceled far before their time. 
while so many others linger for far past their expiration date. I still weep when I think of the death of Wildcats 3.0. It was such a terrific, mature, unconventional take on the Wildcats universe, which deserves so much more than the 24 issues. Who else but Joe Casey would kneecap gun fetishist (laughs) Grifter and keep him in a wheelchair for the majority of the series? Anywho, which series do you wish had dodged that comic-killing bullet? Keep up the good work. I like Lord Poplamos. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> really? Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, 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 Steampunk Steam is a book for me that, that uh, A, I think should have come out in graphic novel format to begin with because it was too dense to, yeah, and visual to be cut up per month. And it was a late schedule. It took a long time to do. Um, and that got chopped. There was only 12 issues. It was meant to be 24. And it oh. got chopped in half. So it was only 12 issues came out, and um, that is a book that I wished could have went to the end. I missed the thing. Slot's thing was yeah. awesome, man. It was funny. It was very it was funny. So funny. It, was a, it was a damn good book. Uh, uh, Black Panther, the Christopher Priest Black Panther series. and Although that really, you know, five uh, years is a pretty decent run. Yeah, it was. It's not like years. it was cut off before its time. Five years? Five years. And one here recently decades. so really pissed <laughs> is um, uh, Blade. Yeah, that was, oh my Blade. god. Blade, I'll 12, give that to you. Twelve exceptional issues, great ending, it's a goddamn shame. I'm, I'm pissed at people out there for that. Book being you have canceled. a lot of anger. I I'm, I'm, I'm Are you taking my leaf? My anger is a gift, and I am angry about Blade being canceled. <laughs> my anger is a gift. Uh, my anger is such a good series. It I'm, was. I'm really going really to miss that book. No, I agree with you. Indian <laughs> giver. Call Mark Guggenheim and cry on his shoulder. Well, I get to see them in uh, Wolverine. So there you go. Uh, there you same go. team. So get to see oh, Chaykin's going there too. Uh, Chaykin Guggenheim on Wolverine. Yep. I have not Blade. Sal has nothing but contempt. Contempt for you all. I just let everything run its course. Sal's pull list is ten books. The the top ten selling books. The past (laughs) is for cowards. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ditka. Thank you, thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach, for guiding us to another. No, I don't know. I can't. I can't really think of. Can we change it? Past for cowards, gang. I was going to say black. I was going to say blade. Well, there's so many now that Chris had to pick two. There's so many series now that instead of being series, they try them out as mini series, so they're not really canceled. They're just not. But I think that's good. I th- oh, I, it's funny too, when, when we were on a break. I was I was talking to Tom while he was sleeping, and uh, and I said maybe maybe a character like Hawkman doesn't deserve an ongoing book. Maybe a character, no offense to Mike Norton and Gail Simone, who I like both. Maybe the Adam isn't able to sustain a you, regular you pre- series. Are you prejudiced against Thanagarians? Why, why, and, and apparently Tiny Heroes. But no, I would say... Well, no Adam's not cancelled, is it? No, but I'm saying that... <laughs> no, but it's in, I think it's in danger of being cancelled, actually. Oh, I hope not. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a very good selling book. Quite, quite There's honestly. no Tiny Heroes but on I, just Tiny Readers. No, it's... Look at what, look at what Gail minds. does with The Secret Six. She has a story arc come out, mm-hmm. it's great, and then it goes away for That's a few enough. months. If you've got a story, what's wrong with the miniseries? I think a miniseries is a great... Way to go with a lot of characters. Maintain the trademark and stuff. Tell it does cool seem like get the fuck it, out. It, it does seem like DC is much more apt to attempt everything as an ongoing right out of the gate. Yeah, they do seem where Marvel's the exact opposite. Well, there are so many what books. What are, what are the late? What are the late miniseries of Marvel? Honestly, I, I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, everything's a miniseries that comes really? out of Marvel. If it's not tied into an event, it's a mini. I mean, so even, almost even, everything. Okay, because I remember that. I remember that, like in the '90s, it being that way. But honestly, yeah, no. It's. Years. I mean, now, right now, usually, if okay. it's not tied in, like any book that's tied in with an event, 
will I mean, more yeah, than likely a be flight. a regular book. Omega Flight is a mini. Yeah. That's true. Everything outside Wade of Tiger. event books is usually well, a, that was is a mini. <laughs> Well, I mean, they really could have almost made Blade, you know, a 12-issue miniseries. That's how I will always... They call that a maxi-series. Two short minis combined to make a maxi. Can we change the description of our show in iTunes to just be the past is for cowards? And never have any old episodes. Cowards and losers, my friend. Only cowards and losers live in the past. We'll be like this American life. You can only download the last one. All right, well, I tell you, let's, uh, let's wrap this puppy oh, up. Thank God. Um, yes, because the argument will go on forever. Those, of course, were our emails. Out. You can email us at info at aroundcomics.com. You can also uh, reach us at Sal, Chris, or Tom at Around Comics. And there are, of course, other ways that you can be a friend of the program. Or Sal at waterballoons.com. <laughs> Spankingwaterballoons.com. You can go to aroundcomics.com where you can download and print our LCS Challenge Flyer. Ask your comic shop manager or owner if they will display it in the store. Would you put this in the window? If they do, <laughs> send us an email, and we'll mention you and the store on the show, as well as post it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. Um, if you'd like to take the cord of your mouse, wrap it around Chris's neck until he chokes and uh, to climax. Too much. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what? I was go wondering where you're going with that. Like go to the iTunes and leave a review. Uh, thanks to those who did, like Dane BK, The Goot, Lazy Summerstone, and Paris312. That's hot. I love you all. <laughs> hot. Uh, hot. <laughs> Check out all the great things that RonComics.com has to offer. We post next week's topic on Tuesdays at our forum RonComics.com. Remember, you can also visit us at Comic Space and MySpace. Though, though both of those are for cowards. <laughs> and losers. And losers. <laughs> Gang. Gang. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find more great podcasts at comicspodcast.com. So we have... Uh, uh, still exist. Shall uh, uh, Harry Carey read our in-stock trades? We've got to have a Harry Carey sighting here. You want, you want that or Didier? From sure. Beyond the Grave. Hey, performing... I think Didier would get more out of in-stock trades, but I'll do it either way. Waiting for the trade has never been easier from your friends at InStockTrades.com. They offer a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, right. essentials, showcases, Hi. archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more, Arnie. All at great discounted prices. Oh. And remember, friends, that all orders over $50 ship free. Whether you're buying an absolute edition or Sandra catching up with showcases and essentials, InStockTrades.com, spelled backwards, is mock said Then they're your new best friend. Hi. That's InStockTrades.com. And yeah, now Ivan de Jesus is at the plate. <laughs> Proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essential life, and uh, an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something for the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit HeroInitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. What's their new uh, the thing they announced this week? Oh, it's the three-minute sketch. Yes, it's, uh, which is cool. 
Yeah, it's uh, I think uh, just a, a fan went around to conventions getting three minute sketches. And oh, he had, he's and, been doing it for years, yeah. and yeah, no, he, he's sort of donating it all the here. They're making a making collection, collection out of it. Good off the yeah. original what work? Wake up, Tom! It's the Legion time. It's the Legion time. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, so um, ne- always neat stuff. Uh, check out uh, the Hero Initiative site, and they uh, will keep you updated on events coming to uh, a convention. Are they going to do you? another uh, Mercury Cafe uh, thing like last fall? I hope so. You know, they're, they're, Jim and, and those folks are always coming up with neat, fun ideas. That's um, so. Uh, oh, here in Chicago. Yeah, I'm talking to Chicago people. Um, you know, because I saw them at the at the booth at Wizard. I, I was I'm a task. I would imagine so. Yeah. Uh, well, everyone, uh, I want to I want to thank uh, everyone that that emailed into this week, uh, left forum post, all the people watching on the live cam. My we mom are, and dad. We are um, How live. How sweaty is his face now? Seriously, from wearing that fucking sw- Spider-Man the mask. The luchador mask. It's not a luchador. It's, it's like a Slipknot. Yeah. Oh, it was a Slipknot? I thought it was we're, uh, uh, He's got dreads. If you guys don't know what we're talking well, about, we are live casting on every Friday night, starting about 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. So just go to aroundcomics.com and you can join sleep. in all of the fun yeah, you there. You can just sit around. Uh, uh, a disembodied voice like John Forsythe. You might Charlie's get an occasional Hello, ass shot from uh, Casey. From my lady. Nice. Got his girl. I want to thank uh, the ghost of John Suntress for uh, dropping by. It's good to, good to have you back, buddy. Uh, Sal, yes. Tom, uh, oh. Scotty, thank you for hosting Thanks us. For hosting You're welcome. Right. He's like, this is never happening. You're again. welcome. Exactly. Man, we're trash. You're welcome, guys. cowards. Get caters feet all over this is uh, this is a good preview for him for the uh, the 24 hour. No, that's already canceled at my house. <laughs> He's already decided that's a bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's not going to happen. I figured that was going to be at the uh, crank cave. No, I, no. I don't. I don't know if the 24 hour podcast has a home yet. So doesn't. All right, folks. We'll be back again on Monday. So have a great rest of your week and weekend. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in. And around oh, Chris's no. taint. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Setting up camp. I, I'm, not, I'm not the object of water balloons. <laughs> Setting up camp. <laughs>